Odd Ski Program, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. That's correct. We have done all the work for you. All you have to do is push play. And sometimes we even edit. I'll say this. I actually did edit a program recently because uh, we're doing Lemonheads today. And John, you were on the Caspar Baby Pants show and I had to edit it. Yeah, you did. Some people uh, that that needed to be a G-rated episode, and there was definitely some some R-rated uh, conversation that took place. Yeah, we. So we I'm glad you did that. We we dropped a couple uh, f bombs and such, and so I I went and snipped those. But uh, so this is drastically different from that, um, and uh, and even. I'd say towards the end of the discography, a, a little dra- drastically different fo- from what you would normally jump into so walk me through it you put Lemonheads on the board what is it about them yeah um Lemonheads are an interesting band because they're one of these like they have in history as one of these 80s kind of punk underground bands that like couldn't escape their their outside influences and they were always like destined to outgrow that and become this other thing and it took them a while like they had to go through some lineup changes and some some you know switching around of instruments and things like that but they kind of turned that into being like almost one of the biggest bands in the world for a little while like i remember seeing them they they had there's a performance they were on like regis and kathy lee and stuff <laughs> like just one of like the you think of like alternative music peaking in like you know 1993 1994 1995 like the Lemonheads were at the forefront of that for a little while and like you know people talk about you know Evan Dando being kind of this this heartthrob and like the good looks and everything but the the songwriting is there too and like they you know they kind of got famous due to a cover song which happens to a lot of bands but then they kind of parlayed that into a, a career which continues to this day so Gavin this is this being your second time around the Lemonheads, walk me through it. What What is it about the Lemonheads for you? Yeah, I like what John said. Um, I, I think that they were a misunderstood band, um, and I misunderstood them at first. I think that um, the people need to know that they're more than just some, like, um, pretty face. And, uh, you know, Dando was kind of a 90s, all pinup boy and i don't think <clears throat> people understand the complexities of this band and they're really interesting and have a, a whole bunch of facets to them and so i was really uh, excited to see them on the board so f- for me i you know i'm very aware of the Lemonheads, and when i say that i mean i know the name um and you know i know the one cover obviously like that's that's the one thing I knew for sure going in. Come to find out, there was a couple other songs that I was aware of, just was never able to put put that together. Um, one thing I'll say is, you know, you expect the one song. So we did Goo Goo Dolls last year, and while this is almost this is almost the opposite, I went into the Goo Goo Dolls trying to prove that they weren't they weren't iris you know they they weren't this song and so like when i come into lemonheads and and we'll get into this you know when we start doing song choices like i had a a similar approach but a different uh different angle on 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 the on the approach so as we're you i believe put together the, the the master list for this right john like, uh, yeah, Gavin and I worked it out together a little bit. That's yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Um, so uh, walk me through what it was like putting 20 t- together for this. Um, not too bad. Um, I kind of I kind of had like, you know, because I remember I was like, you know, kind of 16, 17, 18 years old when they were on the radio all the time. And I was listening to the alternative station here in Atlanta all the time and hearing these songs. And these kind of songs are kind of stuck in my head from those days so i probably had 10 or 12 that were like oh yeah i love these songs like these are definitely going to be on my list and then it was a matter of of digging into like because you know you they kind of have these these kind of weird mid albums like you talk about lovey and creator and lick and you're like 
the it's it's they were already kind of outgrown the punk thing by then, but they hadn't quite become like what they would be with It's a Shame About Ray and the stuff that came after. So um it was just a matter of going through those records and, and picking out stuff that I thought was important to their kind of evolution and just just finding some of the some of the deep cuts in there that, that I really liked. So second time around, Gavin, uh what was your, your song choice like? Yeah, yeah. So um I have a really close old friend named Melanie who is a huge Lemonheads fan and we go back with the Lemonheads to 1987 mm. um, wow. together and so we did kind of a <clears throat> a little deprogrammed episode uh, before we even got here Just I just kind of hashed out my list with her like maybe a before the fact <laughs> show um, and it was really fun and uh, and it wasn't so bad. Um, I was really interested in, in how our lists meshed together. And, uh, so I did some pre-work and it was great. So as I mentioned before, like I, I kinda, I kinda was looking at this like a Goo Goo Dolls situation. Like I was trying to figure out what the band was. And so like with the Goo Goo Dolls, I wanted people to forget Iris and prove that they were something more than that. And that, hey, by the way, they were this punk band. Uh, so with Lemonheads, I I went in and like you know immediately kind of fell in love with this punk sound. I was like, yeah, but that's not what they are. And then like thinking that that was gonna be it was gonna be the same situation, but realizing, kind of like you were saying, John, like oh no, the best is yet to come. Like this is what Goo Goo Dolls should have done. Like. This growth is like fantastic. Like the the you get into this like uh, sound wise. Like I hate to to pin it to a band, but just for anybody who hasn't given them the time of day yet, uh, I liken it to like a Jim Blossoms. Like you you mentioned, like that. I mean, Jim Blossoms yeah is yeah, lighter at the same time. Yeah, but like this and and Jim Blossoms too. It goes back to like that seventies kind of power pop pop stuff, like Big Star and the Raspberries and like Cheap Trick and like all that this kind of like jangly, you know, guitars and stuff like Matthew Sweet around this time too. A lot of that stuff goes back to that early seventies kind of power pop stuff. So I found myself in some deep trouble in the back end of their catalog. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, I've, I believe we were having a conversation at some point and, you know, you, you mentioned it's a shame about Ray and like, you know, I had heard that song and probably a couple others and it just didn't click uh i think i had almost that entire record <laughs> after my first pass and uh i, I want to say 36 was my number that i gave to you guys but i think i think i may have done like a a second pass before i, I gave you guys 36 but those last 16 cuts were pretty brutal um because like i said like do i do I just make it back heavy because that's what I enjoyed the most or, you know, do I even it out? Uh, so I think I accidentally ended up evening out the back half of the catalog. Uh, again, not on purpose. It just kind of ended up that way. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but I want to, before, if I can, I want to make sure we mention, I want to ask, uh, Gavin a question. Have you ever, how many times have you seen them live? Have you ever gotten to see them? Yeah. Um, I could have seen them a ton of times and I yeah. should have seen them a lot of times. I actually only saw them once. Um, my friends have seen them, you know, a ton of times. Yeah. And I saw them sort of in the later years. Uh, and it was okay. a really uh, mixed emotional experience for me. Yeah. Interesting. Like I didn't get to see them in the nineties, um, but I did see, I did see them before the pandemic. I think it was 2019 or early. It had to yeah. have been 2019. And they played. He was touring with uh, Tommy Stinson as an opener. And he wow. was strung out, man. Like yeah. this I guy. I mean, it, it, it came out. I think he, he like, he has a very interesting Twitter account. Evan Dando does where, but he, he revealed that like he was back in rehab. Cause like, he struck. He struggled with with heroin addiction and like being in and out and like his whole life almost. Uh, like whole when, career. Yep. 
yeah, whole career. And I think now he's finally like, I would, I don't even follow him, but I would see people like people like Juliana Hatfield, who was in the Lemonheads for a little while, people like yeah. and Ben Lee, who wrote, you know, I wish I was him about Evan Dando. And like, you'd yeah. see these people like, oh man, like, I hope you're doing well. Like, hope you can get clean. And like, he would just post these little things like, yeah, man, I like went outside today and like sat under a tree and it was awesome. And everyone would be like, good job, man. Like you're doing it. Like, go, go for it. Like yeah, enjoy life. Cause everyone's rooting for the guy. Cause he's so talented. And like, he's, he's had this, like, he's an amazing songwriter. He's had this amazing career. And like, how, like he's, he almost has thrown it away so many times, but people keep coming up to but he's always like and i'm sure gavin you know this he's not the most successful person who has come out of the limit heads we've got to talk about jesse peretz as well yeah who has gone on to like this amazing career in like music videos and television like he's directed the office and like girls and orange is new black i was just watching every time i see his name pop up on something I'm like oh, that's the guy from the lemon heads like <laughs> I think I was watching like Station Eleven on HBO or something, and he yeah. had like directed an episode, and I was like, "That's the Lemonheads oh. guy! Like he's still out there doing it." So that's kind of a cool thing. I always like it. Always kind of jogs my memory. Oh, the Lemonheads! That's the guy. I think he he did he didn't make it through their like the real '90s popular years, but he was in it uh, back in the '80s. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess Dando his drug use is crazy. I mean, yeah, um, it's kind of what people talk about a lot and um what's in his stamina it's very rare that you have someone that has been on hard drugs for so long he's like he's keith been, richards or something like he's just gonna live forever i think he i mean he even beats keith richards yeah know? yeah in, in, in the years of his drug use <laughs> uh, and continuing to put out records while right. he's been right on hard drugs and really not that interested um, in the press, at least about changing. He's so, well, it's very rare that you have someone that's so transparent, like he'll talk about his drug use. He's just kind of like open about it. And he's kind of like, yeah, I really love it. I love doing drugs. And like, he's just continued to do, I mean, I'm guessing like from what I can piece together, pretty like crack and heroin and, really hard drugs for many, many years. And when you see him now, <clears throat> you can see um, the damage, you know? That, oh, yeah. That, uh, and it, it's a little bit like Nico, where you have someone that was so beautiful that has just sort of like maybe even consciously sort of like destroyed their beauty as like mm. a, as like an art statement or something. Um and so seeing him on that tour you were talking about or a tour right around that time <clears throat> was really emotional, you know, as a fan, like you're seeing um, the wreckage and, and just also the talent that's still there. And, and you think about what could have been and like you're feeling the song. So you're, you're super elated and joyful. And you're also feeling like super sad at the same time. I, I just, I was messed up for like a week after seeing them. But. Yeah, like with these songs, they should be playing stadiums. Like, yeah, it just it, and 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 like we we should say like we kind of we kind of cut this off at at Car Button Cloth, but they reunited in the two thousands and did another record. They've done a couple of covers albums. Yeah, he's had a solo career, a couple of really good solo albums. Yeah, so all that stuff is out there. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, <laughs> look, I love. I am a nut for this kind of extra information. So thank you guys for bringing that. Um, but based on the conversation we just had, we got to find out uh, who will have the final oh. say today. Uh, John, how many do you think we're going to get through unanimously? Ooh, I'm going to say five. Five? Okay. That's I'm nice. right in the middle. I, 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 I went way above with Casper Bay Pants and that blew up in my face. So I'm going <laughs> to stick to right in the middle and say five. All right. Gavin? I'm going to say six. Six? Okay. Golly. This is, I always have to go last and I never know which way to go with it. Uh, five. Yeah. Five seems like the money move. Uh, I'm going to, yeah. You know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take your advice, Gavin. I'm going to go, I'm going to two up you. I'm going to go eight. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. I like awesome. it. Be bold. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to figure out. And uh, just 
just as a reminder, and to anybody who's here for the first time, the final say, you have to hit the number on the head, and you get to choose the the 10th and final song of our list today. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back with some gameplay. It's deprogrammed. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app for all ability levels. Full gym, no gym, no problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track. And all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for Deprogram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. And with that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through a selection of the Lemonheads discography and plucked out 20 songs that we're now going to match together in an attempt to create a top 10 circuit for you, in case you have never given the Lemonheads the time of day. This is the second straight episode where I have to fight against my typical instinct of of song one track one type stuff because like i said i kind of fell in love with a lot of the the um the later stuff so i i don't know that this is necessarily a home run but i i definitely fell in love with this song it's a shame about ray yeah yes hey <laughs> i think that was the one they performed on regis and kathy lee all right yes let me get this queued up. Oh, come on, phone. <laughs> do what you're supposed to do. I mean, it, it seems like a no-brainer. But that is right in the sweet spot. Yeah, it's a great song. That I is. didn't appreciate it at the time, and I really love it now. Yeah, you know what? And like I said, I think that's that's what it is. Like, it didn't hit the mark at the time for me. I know I've heard it. Uh, I couldn't. Ooh, did for me. I love the song. I used to play it on the radio all the time. I think that's also part of it. Is I don't think it got a ton of play here. Um, yeah. So like, I heard it enough. It's that part that does it for me. By the way, um, the, uh, the harmonies too. Really oh, good yeah. harmonies on this one. But yeah. I th- I think I think it got play enough for me to recognize the song, but not enough to make me to like stick to stick the landing and um i think obviously the one that you hear more is the cover so that's always what i think of when i think of this man so all right one down john all right i'm also gonna go against my usual gameplay since uh, you you set the uh the, the tone there and let's just get all the all the elephants in the room out of the way uh, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> yeah, I do have Mrs. Robinson. Okay. Um, I don't. Um, <laughs> and again, this is calculated risk. I do think it's a terrific song. I think it's a terrific cover. I think it absolutely belongs. Uh, I honestly withheld my vote just because I don't think it's a unanimous decision. Um and I had a feeling that the both of you would have it. Like I know that's that's strange gameplay, but um, that was absolutely that was gameplay. I have no problem with it. That backfires, but this time it paid off. So yeah, yeah, you never yeah. you never know. Um, but like, I think it's a terrific tune. It was a very very late cut for me, um, which is shocking because again, I I thought that I was I was going to be fighting against that song. And no, I yeah. I think it's terrific. I think it's a great cover. Yeah, that's all. I agree with all that, Justin. I think there's a lot of like kind of um, deep or serious Lemonheads fans that dismiss that song because it sort of um, catapulted them on radio in the states, and um, and I can I can see that. Like it definitely was a conversation in my head, but. They do such a great job on that song, and um, the drums are so fantastic. It just gallops through the street, um, and uh, I think it deserves to be on the list. And wasn't uh, their cover in Wayne's World, like that that scene in Wayne's World where uh, he's 
trying to get out to the wedding? Or was that Wayne's World 2? Maybe it was Wayne's World 2. <laughs> not sure. Yeah, I, regardless. Uh, yeah, so it, it it's it's not dead in... That's, you know, as Curtis would say, knock me over with a feather. That's, you know, I, I won't fight it. I just, I couldn't give my unanimous vote to it. So, all right, Gavin. Yeah, so I'm going to go with another just kind of really strong one out the gate, I think. Um, did you guys have Allison starting to happen? Yeah, man. Yes. Hey. <laughs> That's off Ray, too. That's about... um. You know, he's his his sister sort of home is um, Australia. I mean, it has a big relationship with Australia. And uh, there was a band called Smudge who Ben Lee again, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And uh, and they had a girl in the band named Allison Galloway, and I, I think that song was about her. But that's such a great song, right? It's like everybody or can relate to that sort of oh, like getting a mohawk that's my favorite part yeah yeah somebody sort of sort of um finding themselves when you're kids you know in front of you and really blossoming into into their own person and just being kind of like you weren't really seeing them before and then they sort of start to appear before your eyes and you're really blown away by them and um it's just a really cute beautiful uh rocking song with some great lyrics and some great turns of phrase, right? Which he's really good at. Um, this world is topsy-turvy and need his mind to eat. Stuff like that. That hook reminds me of Elvis Costello. Like, uh, and just, yes. and like there's I, the simplicity of Allison starting to happen, but the way it picks up the pace when it happens, like I was listening in the car and like I was like, okay, you know, I dig this, I like this, and then suddenly Allison's starting to happen. I was like, oh, oh, okay, uh, and then you know it repeats that. But like, some sometimes that's that's all you need. And uh, if it again, if it's done well, <laughs> I'm into it. And this this is this, this was precisely that. So yeah, I, lo- I love that you said Costello. I think that Westerberg, Paul Westerberg from the Replacements, and yep. Elvis Costello turn phrases. Dando's right can can do that as well yeah all right um so those a lot of those felt like you know the ones the rest of my list who knows um i found myself really drawn to this one after my second pass so i'm curious if i can find anybody else on this one the great big no yeah, I love that song. That was number twenty-one, oh. Alaska. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, it gets it gets two. It's still alive. It ain't dead. But all right, that means I was on to something here. Okay, I'm with it. All right, John. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be the one to go back to being. Let's do glad I don't know. Yes. I don't have it. All right. John and Justin. All right, Gavin. Uh, I'm going to stick with um, the Ray album and throw out Confetti. Do you guys have Confetti? Um, Nope. That is my favorite Lemonhead song. Yes. Oh, really? That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, It's stuck in my head all the time. He says, I kind of should have, sort of, would have loved her if I could have. Which is so Evan, like how he how he does that slacker. Yep, the nineties, the nineties take on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and just in there is like, if we were three therapists talking about him, like attachment disorder and relationship issues, right? Like, just can't can't do it. I love that song. All right, it's got two, so it's still around. Um man let's go let's go how about into your arms yeah i have into your arms of course oh oh okay so if i can if i can nerd out on that for a minute absolutely um, so what's funny about into your arms so 
Lemon Heads. One thing that's exceptional about them is that they did so many covers um, and also were such great songwriters. Um, and they have so many covers that a lot of times you don't even know when a song you love by them is a cover. So Into Your Arms is a cover Interesting. by another Australian indie band called Love Positions, hmm. um, who put it out in 1990. And that was their biggest... Um, that was actually their biggest success. That was number one on the Billboard Modern Rock charts for nine weeks straight. It's like a huge, it's it's by far, it blows away anything else they did in terms of chart success. And it's a great song. Wow. Coming through with the knowledge. Yeah, yeah another one that got played on the radio all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember this one. Um but there there was a familiarity to it like there was i know i haven't heard it um unless maybe it was like in passing but there was like this warm familiarity to it that stuck out like immediately to me so all right john all right um i'm gonna pick another one that kind of we talked about his kind of confessional songwriting a little bit how about the outdoor type I don't have it. Nope, me neither. All right. It was bound to happen. <laughs> it was bound to happen. The outdoor type. This is another one of those bands where like, you keep waiting for the shoe to drop towards the end of the discography, or at least what we covered. And uh, it just never did. All right, Gavin. So I'm going to go to the record after Shame About Ray, which is probably my favorite, um, Come On Feel from 93. Do you guys have Down About It? Oh, no. Of course I have Down About It. (laughs) Good. I have a feeling that that was that must have been like somewhere in the twenty five range because the second you said it, I felt heartbreak. So <laughs> classic. All right, yeah. So, so it's still alive. That's good. Um. All right. Let's go a little further up. How about if I could talk? I'd tell you. I don't have it. That's a great song. I have it. Hey. All right. Man, we're blasting through. Um, we're going to be out of NTP here soon if we aren't already. Uh, Just barely, you know, just still just barely under it. All right, John. All right, let's uh, let's throw one of these uh, off the wall ones out. How about ever? Um, oh, that's a great song. That, that's a is that a Ben song? I think so. Yeah, I don't have it. I love that song though. Nor do I, sir. Nor do I. I can't. That's save one of the early punk punk songs. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can't. I can't save you. I didn't know what to do with their punk. I definitely have a, a bunch of the punk songs. I just didn't know what to do with them because. Yeah. I just I fell in love with the. The later stuff actually have their first record that laughing all the way to the cleaners found it oh. when i was in while I was in college at a, at a record store and grabbed it for pretty cheap and it's it's pretty it's worth a pretty good amount of money right now yeah <laughs> but That's it's a, a it's, it's a cool thing to have yeah, yeah those, those they look so young yeah yeah all right gavin well i'm gonna pick my favorite cover by them um off ray of off shame about Ray. Do you guys have Frank Mills? Uh, I do not. Oh, no. I think I said this in in the build to, of my list. At one point or another, I was considering <clears throat> everything from that record. So, yeah, Frank Mills is from the Hair soundtrack, the '60s musical. Um, yeah, that's interesting. It's so great. <laughs> That's crazy. It's such a weird pick. I mean, I think if you're going to be a cover band, like, 
conventional wisdom is that like you have to do a super unique version. Yes. But also the other route is that you just pick like really great songs to cover. And um, that was just a genius pick by him. It just fit that band so well. And um, yeah, it's amazing song. All right. Um, bum, 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 bum. Let me try out some of the punk stuff that I got. How about Sunday? I don't have it. No. Yeah, I have a feeling that that's going to be a lot of the where we miss. I ain't heard about it, so it's okay. Well, that's funny. <laughs> I, I guess what I meant to say was early stuff, not punk stuff. That's the transitional era a little bit. Yeah. Which tells you why I picked it, because it does. It's You can clearly hear the transition happening there. Yeah. All right, John. All right. Um, we've we've talked a lot about covers. How about the the other elephant in the room? Let's go with Luca. Yeah, absolutely. No. Um. I think it again. I think it's terrific. Um, I didn't realize that they covered that, and then like it shows up. I'm like, wait a second, that song didn't that come out like right around then? Yeah. Um, Suzanne Vega. Yeah. Um. I mean, uh, I think that one fell victim to, like, blatantly knowing it was a cover, which sometimes isn't a great great play. Uh, but I think that's what I did there. I mean, there's there's a lot of great songs. So I, that, I, I think, I mean, at least in my memory, that's the song. I don't know if you remember this, John. That's the song that put them on the map. Oh, absolutely. Or, at college radio it was such yeah. a great cover and they just shredded in and also it has such a heart like it, it like it took that song and put it in a new environment um and you kind of heard it in in a new way wasn't and, there a uh, video too like that got some like mtv yeah play yeah, a little they, bit yeah 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 i remember that all right uh gavin Um, well, so I'm going to pick something off Lovey. I mean, I think, so Justin, you've been really astute in talking about, like you recognized right away that they have such distinct chapters to this band. And I think that their fans can divide up those chapters in different ways. Um, for me, the chapters would be the four chapters of the Lemonheads would be the first record is stands on its own. Um, Hate Your Friends is like a fantastic punk album. This is not how a lot of people divide up the chapters. Then I would put the next three records together, Creator, Lick, and Lovey, even though there's transitions in that period, as just sort of like a mess. (laughs) Those three records are a mess, Mm. and they're trying to find their way. And then there's like that golden era where he becomes he emerges as like this quirky songwriter and that's, it's a shame about Ray and come on feel in 92 and 93, which both went gold, Both that, that was where they experienced success um, in both the UK and America. And then there's car button cloth and everything after, which for me is, I define as the chapter where drugs overtook his talent. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so this is my first song I'm picking from that messy period, I think. So there's a song off Lovey, the first song, I think, called Half the Time. I got it. That was another late cut. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the song where you, I think, John, like, that's where he, it sounds like the Evan that you're going to hear on Ray and Come on Feel. Like yeah. it's got that chiming guitar and like it's, he's starting to write that kind of song in the midst of like kind of a very alt nineties, like, I don't know, whatever dinosaur junior or who's going to do something. Sure. Yeah. 
but a lot of times it's these it's the it's the story of these punk bands and like they you kind of outgrow it right like they kind of outgrew that and it's like he was probably listening to all this big star and like all this stuff is like man like i'm writing all these songs that don't sound like us but yeah it's me and like he you it hap it happens over and over and over again throughout history like all these bands that like decide they have this like there's this one like kind of seismic moment like distilled into this one song that like changes their whole trajectory and yeah, totally. uh, it's kind of that song and i and i didn't have it so i'm kind of you know i'm kind of telling the story and i kind of feel like a little hypocrite for not having it but um <laughs> uh, that that is a very like yeah form formational like influential song for them right. absolutely Right on. So just to, over with a feather. Yeah, right. Uh so just as a recap, we have three all the way through. And fellas, we have officially a conversation because there are eight in the conversation, so that we, we are going to at least have to cut one song with a good amount of gameplay left here. So um where do I go? Uh let me go late again. How about it's all true? <laughs> I don't have it. That's a great song. No. Ah, off on my own in that one. Yeah, it's bound to happen. It's all true. Let me type that. It's all. A lot of people love that song, Justin. It's oh. A big song. So I was only alone in the panel. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. I couldn't get away from this. Oh, it's... Good Lord. It's like... Clean. Yeah. All right. It's all true. Into the bin you go. John. All right. It's about... It's about time that we <laughs> tried to hit on one again, so let's go. It's about time. I don't have it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. All right. Yes. Uh, it's like I thought I had it. It's I think that's the, the Juliana Hatfield era again, and her voice yeah. and his voice together is just really good there's something to that that's really really magical and the harmonies on that just perfect yeah she was playing bass too yep yep all right gavin so this may be my favorite lemonhead song Uh oh yeah i got a lot of favorite songs but um do you guys have hate your friends oh <laughs> no I do. Okay. I was <laughs> I was listening to that like just before I got on the call and I was like, oh man, did I just make I was I really that. not doing myself any favors listening to those punk records. Yeah. <laughs> Hate Your Friends is off the first record. First record is called Hate Your Friends. And it's just this fucking epic rad punk song um where he says like we got problems we can't solve. It's enough to make you stop and hate your friends. And in 87, when that came out, um, you know, I was like a teenager staying up all night in small apartments with my friends with a lot of unprocessed issues, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> and like that song, was like we were listening to that when it came out and that song was on heavy rotation. And there's something about it where he's saying, like, hate your friends, but he's really saying love your friends too you know it's such a great song um yeah all right um let me dive into the middle of my list here how about ride with me hell yeah i'm so glad you have that no okay <laughs> i love that song justin that's a great song i'm wishing i would have went the other way instead of eight <laughs> Because it's looking like that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's still gameplay. We could we could still hit John's five or Gavin's six, but my eight is. I mean, unless we get really hot here. All right, John. All right. How about uh, bit part? Just want a bit part in your life. Oh 
man. I don't have that part. I love that song. I'm not even sure why I don't have it now that you said it. That's a great song. Yeah. I don't either. Again, that record. Painful, painful cuts. It's so painful, in fact, I don't know when I cut this one. All right, Gavin? Uh, so I'm going to go to Car Button Cloth, which was sort of what I was saying is the last chapter of the Lemonheads for me. Do you guys have Hospital? No, I don't. No, I don't. So that's a song where he's saying, like, there's a disease going around the hospital, green green leaves falling from the trees. <laughs> it's this totally weird song about, I don't know, existential dread and illness being everywhere, totally pre-pandemic, but it's just this kind of lovely little um, ill, dark song. I'm there with you, man. I just, I, I ended up not having it. Sometimes you hear this clean it's pretty just didn't didn't make it yep okay how about rudderless yeah no oh no <laughs> well, I, I mean, love rudderless <laughs> so great at least we are going to converse all the way to 10 I've had, I get <laughs> the feeling <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I love that that chorus of Rudderless, Justin, where he's saying hope in my past. Mm-hmm. That is, it's, it's a drug song, you know? And then at the end, he's just repeating that mantra, a ship without a rudder. It's like a ship without a rudder. It's like a ship without a rudder. It's like, what an incredible, it's just an incredible song. I but love that song. It's, yeah, there's two ways to look at it. Like, obviously, a ship without a rudder. Like, you know, it's just off on its own. Um, but also looking at it as repeating, but like with intent, but also maybe not, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, all right, John, uh, my drug buddy. Uh, <laughs> I don't have my drug buddy and all my friends are going to kill me. <laughs> it's, it's a great song and they love it. I don't have it either. Hey, John, I heard this really cool podcast um, about Ray. I think it's called The Album. I can't remember what it's called, but they, they're really good. And um, The Great Albums? Yeah, I think that's yeah, what I've it's heard. called. Yeah, I've heard it. And they talked about My Drug Buddy, and they talked about how it's such a cool song because a lot of songs explore different relationships, um, but the drug buddy <laughs> is a relationship that's not really like that fleshed out and explored. And it's a really complicated relationship. Um, or it's and, usually hidden. It's usually like cryptic. You have to like, I'm sure there's a million of them in the sixties, but you, you can't come out and say that. Like, yes, you, they have yes. to hide it in something else. Like, yeah, yeah. But here it's, it's just it's, like, he's just like straight up like, Hey, I love my drug buddy. Totally. And like, that's our relationship. Like, we're that's what we do together and we're having this day i'm gonna i'm gonna walk you through our day it's like really great all right gavin um do you guys have i'll do it anyway off come on feel no nope that's the one with um belinda carlisle from the go-go's on it and i love the closing he says, I'm still a girl. It's just a horse, and I've got the reins. I love that song. Uh, all right. I'm thinking maybe two more rounds, and then we'll dump out. Seems like we're running out of steam here a little as far as finding each other. Um, how about Something's Missing? No, that's a great song. No. Maybe one round. 
John? Fucked up. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I cut it at the last minute. I love fucked up. Oh, so good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. so funny. Go ahead, Justin. I was just going to say, I'm not going to lie. Like, the t- title alone, we just did fucked up, made me go, That's right. hey. Yep. <laughs> Synergy. Yeah. It's so great when, like, Ben sings the first half, and then Evan comes in, like, and you could just picture him like stumbling, like crashing through a glass door or something. Like, so I fucked up. So good, yeah. Yeah, he's the he was the drummer. So like, it's almost like, hey, uh, fine, let the drummer sing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Did you guys have rest assured off? Um, Come on, feel. No. Mm, nope. That must have been a late cut, too, because I had to look over my list a couple times. Alright, so this will be our official last round. Uh, How about Rock and Stroll? Ooh, it's a good one, uh, but no. Good song. It's a, that's a um, track one opener. Yeah. This was the like the second I knew it was over for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I I understand it not making it, but like to me this was like, oh, there's something different. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's so cool to open with that, and then have so many other songs that are better than that on the record. Yeah, it's like the fastest one on the on the record. Yeah. All right, John. All right, I've got a couple left from this that kind of transitional period. Let's go Mallow Cup. I got it. I don't have Mallow Cup. I love that song. It didn't make it. All right. Ooh, this conversation's getting brutal. Gavin? So I, I'm going to pick the um, the It's a Shame About Ray B-side. You guys have Shaky Ground? Mm, no. No, I don't. That's another song about a complex relationship, like his friendship with a girl, and they're both in relationships. And that's kind of a tricky territory to navigate. And he keeps saying, like, are we on shaky ground here? And, like, anyway, it's a great song. Give it a sec. Never. This is another band where you don't really have reasons. I mean,. I will say I did have reasons for like two, at least two songs. So that's way better than usual. All right. I'm going to dump out here and um, I've got, uh, yes. <laughs> I can't believe you had that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. John, do you know that? It's like U H H H on the first record. Yep. I do not have it though. Um, that song is like early emo, Justin. So good. Yeah. I'm glad we got a Ben song in there. Um, Die Right Now? Nope. No. All right. It's a great song. Uh, Big Gay Heart. No, I love that song. No. All right. And last but not least, Six. No. Nope. Okay. Let me fill those in. All right. John? I have a uh, stove. Great song. Don't have it. Uh, being around. Oh, <laughs> I love that song. If it wasn't yeah. for the booger line, I would totally. Nah. Have and uh, my last one's come to the window. No, that's a good song too. I don't have that. All right. And just for fun, you want to dump out Gavin? Yeah. The only one I have left is off. Come on feel. I have, you can take it with you and it may be, my favorite or second favorite Lemonhead song. <laughs> All right. Um, this wow. is Yeah, this is about the... So nobody hits nobody hits the final say. Um, we all way overshot. We got three through. We've got Allison starting to happen. Into Your Arms. It's a shame about Ray. That is 
that right there is absolutely correct. So we got that right. This conversation, though, uh, <laughs> we've got 15 that we need to trim down to seven. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So let's start with you, John. Um, let me give a rundown here. We got confetti, down about it, fucked up, glad I don't know. Half the time, hate your friends. If I could talk, I'd tell you it's about time. Luca, Mallow Cup, Mrs. Robinson, ride with me, rudderless, the great big no, and uh. uh any of those sticking out at you as, okay, enough's enough. It needs to go in. Yeah, I got I to gotta fight for confetti. That's my favorite one. It's like it was never a big hit song, but it's so catchy, and like it, it has to be on this list, I think. All right, you guys had it. I did not. I don't have a big reason as to why I didn't. I think just stuff had to get cut so let's do it same question to you gavin um wow that list went by really fast um <laughs> so this is like uh what what i, what I want to fight for on that list yeah like so, something you well like you're putting your foot down like uh something that you feel like okay oh, yeah cool i, I this... think your friends has to be on the list. Oh, I mean, word. It's, it's the best punk song that they wrote, in my opinion, and they were a punk band, and so that's got to go on there. I agree. I'm um, with it. Again, that's one you guys had I did not. Wait a second. Let me uh, switch this to twos. Switch it again. It's Z to A. Uh, there it is. Again, that one was definitely a late cut for me, so... All right, so that gets us up to five. All right, let's go the other way now. Like um, a song that has made it this far that you feel like, okay, cool, it can go now, John. Um, well, I'm looking at, you know, we, we just put in Hate Your Friends. So I'm looking at Uh and Glad I Don't Know and Fucked Up. And I'm thinking we can lose at least two of those and probably Fucked Up and Uh or the or the like glad I don't know probably has a better shot to get in than those two I would think. What do you think, Gavin? Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, so let's lose fucked up. Boom, and let's lose uh uh kind of made it in like you were you were shocked. So I, yeah. I feel like that's a good call. Personal favorite. Z to A. All right. Um, all right. So, same question to you, Gavin. Is there one that's sitting there that you feel like we can probably, like, it really doesn't stand a chance of making the 10 at this point? Can you buzz through that? Sure. Time? Absolutely. Down about it. Uh, we're going to keep glad I don't know for now. Half the time. If I could talk, I'd tell you. It's about time. Luca, Mallow Cup. Mrs. Robinson, ride with me, rudderless, the great big no. Um, I cut it's about time, I guess, from that list. Okay. It's a little Ooh, that that's tough, but like we do have we have into your arms, we have it's a shame about Ray, we have stuff that sounds like that, so I guess I can I can live with it. Thanks. <laughs> All right, let's do that. All right. One last go through this list and we, okay, cool. Yeah, this is right where we need to be. So there's five through and I'm going to read these just so we know what we're building from. Allison's starting to happen. Confetti into your arms. It's a shame about Ray and hate your friends are in. These 10 need to be trimmed down to five down about it. Glad I don't know half the time. If I could talk, I'd tell you Luca Malacup, Mrs. Robinson ride with me rudderless. The great big no. Anything jumping out at you, John? I'm looking like, so we've got 10 and we need to get to five. So I'm looking at like pairs and like, how can I, what, what's, what sticks out to me as a pair that like one gets in and one doesn't. And it's obviously it's, it's Mrs. Robinson and Luca. Like both of those probably don't need to get in, but one of them probably should. I agree. If if, under that argument, um, and based on the theme of the show, like I, I think that most people would have had the chance to have heard Mrs. Robinson over Luca, so I would pick Luca. Mm. I I could go either way. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that argument. I 
think I agree with you, Gavin. I I liked Mrs. Robinson better, um, and I came around on that song here uh, doing this, but I think Luca fits what the show is better than than Mrs. Robinson. So um, if there's no objections, let's put it through. Three and lose Mrs. Robinson. That's, if I had to guess, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have seen that one coming. All right. Um, was there another pair that you were looking at, John, or is that, that the only one? Um, yeah, a couple. Um, it's, uh, so I'm looking at Half the Time and Mallow Cup. We kind of talked about yeah. those. And I That's think, right. I think Half the Time probably should be on the list more than Mallow Cup, I think. That's a good move. Okay. All right. So, all right. Let's lose. And I was the one who didn't have that one. So, all right. So, let's grab. I I can go with it. Grab half the time. Lose Mallow Cup. All right. And if there's anybody listening who wants to start taking deprogrammed stats, please be my guest. Um, I think that's a little something we can get into and after the fact, uh, all right. So we're at seven. We've got six that we need to trim down to three. Gavin, is, the, is there something sticking out at you? Um, do we have anything off? Oh, off lovey. We have, um, Lucas off lovey, right? Yes. yes. I think so. No, no, no. Sorry. Half the time is off Lovey. Half the time. Right. That's right. Um, I don't know. Like, Rudderless is so great. Um, but we got a lot of stuff off Ray, right? We've got three off Ray. Yeah. So I guess, we yeah. Have that... Come on, feel. Uh, let's see. We got Into Your Arms. So we just got the one, and there's two still alive. So down about it would be off feel. Mm-hmm. Great big yeah. no would be off feel. The great big no. I mean, um, John, he, he, you know, if you want to pick a, a feel song, that would be cool. Yeah, going back to the pairs thing. I mean, down about it and great big no. I think probably down about it is a one that I go back to more. So maybe that gets the nod over a great big no, unless someone wants to 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 argue. No, I think that's good. Yeah, that hurts, but yes, I agree. Uh, down about it. Let me go. There you are. All right. And, and I think you're looking at Glad I Don't Know versus Ride With Me, maybe. And if I could talk, I'd tell you versus Rudderless. Or Gavin, you can probably pair those up better. Like, we have, we have Hate Your Friends but we do we need two of the of the punk songs if we do then glad i don't know i mean that was like that goes back to the very very beginning yeah well so let me let me ask this let me pose this question because i know we didn't we didn't pick everything from their discography but we do still have representation from car button cloth left but nothing made it do we think something from that Mm -hmm. should be in Is there anything left from Just, Carbon it, and Cloth? If I could talk, I'd tell you. That's, that's Which is a great song. Fine. I'm fine with that. That sounds good. All right, so let's get that, and then that brings us down to our... So we're yeah. doing If I Could Talk and Glad I Don't Know and Call It A Day? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Four. All right. That works for me. Let me make sure... Yep, we got 10. All right, here they are. Allison's starting to... I'm not even... I am not looking forward to this. Allison's starting to happen. Confetti, Into Your Arms, It's a Shame About Ray, Hate Your Friends, Luca, Half the Time, Down About It, Glad I Don't Know, If I Could Talk, I'd Tell You. That's our 10. Now, John, crank up the heat. Which one of those 10 is the one? (laughs) That's a sick list. Yeah. And I'm looking at this, you know, thinking about trying to think forward to to next year's best of and thinking about <laughs> um what, what what we're gonna be up against. Yeah. And uh 
I still got to say confetti, even even though it's a shame about Ray and into your arms and Allison starting to happen. Like those were unanimous, but confetti for me is is just so infectious and so good. I don't see how anybody could not like it. What are you thinking, Gavin? Yeah, I mean, I had so I had Allison and Ray, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a shame about Ray. It's like the obvious choice. Yeah, and I think that Allison is kind of a stronger choice, but um, that's interesting. I would go with confetti. I think that that's a. <laughs> I think that's a radical move. Let, let me. Oh come on! Stupid phone. There we go. Hmm. Holly, that's yummy. And that's the verse. Like, yeah. Right. Cool. <laughs> this part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the heads. I was, I was going to make a case for Allison, but. I feel like I go that way too. I love that song so much. But I think I think this does. I I think this this does the intent. Like I I think this has the intent. It's going to be one of the catchiest songs of the whole year, probably. Um, let's see. Uh, so number one, unless uh, anybody contests, <laughs> there we go. All I right. would not have guessed that that was going to happen. I know, right? Yeah. Usually, playing the songs doesn't help. This time, it did indeed. So, Confetti is our number one with a bullet. I need to <laughs> figure out a new phrasing for that. But, uh, Allison's starting to happen. Into your arms. It's a shame about Ray. Hate your friends, Luca. Half the time, down about it. Glad I don't know. If I could talk, I'd tell you. Rounds out our ten. Let's let Confetti get some time in the sun. There you have it. Uh, look, what I what I want to say to you is both both panelists today are people that started off listening to the program and said, "I'd very much like to come play." Uh, so what I'm saying to you is, you can go to legionofstupid.com, click podcasts at the top, click deprogrammed, and scroll down just a little bit. There's a list. Find a band that you want to talk about. Come play. I promise you it'll be a fun time. It's a, it's a pretty, I mean, you know, sometimes there's some ball breaking, but for the most part, it's, (laughs) it's a very easy environment and everybody gets along. And, uh, I think you'll enjoy it if you come play. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, while you're at legionofstupid.com, you can listen to the rest of the, of our discography, the rest of our, uh, our catalog. You can hear every episode of deprogrammed if you'd like. Um, and you can find these gentlemen, they have their own pages. If you'd like to listen to John F episodes, you can find it. If you'd like to listen to Gavin episodes, you can find it. It's all there. If you want to listen to Justin episodes, I'm on all of them. I hope you don't hate me because that would be tough. Um, you can also uh, listen to us on all podcast platforms, uh, subscribe, rate, comment. They say that helps. I have no idea if it actually does, but I also do know that you can give us a five-star rating on Spotify now. That would be very cool if you did that. Also be on the lookout. I am I'm working on some video content ideas. I don't know how long it's going to take for that to happen, but be on the lookout because if that happens, it will be coming to the Spotify. So you may want to subscribe there. Uh, what else? Uh, Patreon.com slash oh hi, Justin. Would love for you to consider pledging to the Patreon because uh, it helps me buy equipment. It helps me upkeep equipment. It helps pay some bills. It's very appreciative, and or I'm very appreciative. It's very appreciated, is what I was trying to say. And you can um, get all sorts of great audio content, including the after the fact that we're about to do. We're going to talk even more. You can hear us, you know, whatever the hell we're going to talk about. Who knows? It could be anything. Um, so that'll happen, and then you'll get deprogrammed before the rest of the world. All sorts of great audio content and access to the Discord, and it's just, it's... It's a great place to be on the stand, if you will. Uh, with that being said, the Lemonheads, Lone and Loving People, we'll see you next week. Bye.
Bye.